Welcome to this episode of The Inkblot for the Nine Trials epilogue, The Ballad of Dirt Cat. Our post-play conversation talking about the game, chatting about the topics of the day and catching up between friends, and certainly no metagaming. The conversation is already in progress at The Inkblot, where everyone sees the picture a little bit differently. Uh, yeah, so thank you for joining me for that epilogue, and let's welcome Ben and James to the Inkblot. Woo! Yeah! Thanks for playing with us, guys. A lot of fun. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much for having me. Um, I love listening to the podcast, so I was happy to actually uh, be a part of it. Um, if we can just go back to that one thing that I said earlier about how a raven can carry three pounds... And squirrels at max weigh one and a half. Well, no, no, no. I'm not de- denying that you could carry it. I'm denying that you could fly with it on your back while it's banging on your head. <laughs> or at least you couldn't get too far. So the terminal velocity of the um, falling um, squirrel wouldn't be in the realm of deadly. So I'm saying it's very possible that you couldn't get high enough and dive bomb fast enough in order to kill the squirrel. Uh, just because I'm hard-headed, I refuse to believe anything that you just said, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I deny, wait a second, I deny your logic and substitute my own. I deny your reality and substitute my own. <laughs> yes, um, and I will be murdering you first in tomorrow's game. <laughs> uh, so... Well, just so everyone knows, that's actually how James got into this is because um, so I st- we started doing this recording and I do I do have a whole bunch of other friends that play um, other. Wait, you RPGs. have other friends. I know. Uh, who would have thought it's, it's incredible. <laughs> but um, James and then I mentioned, oh, yeah, I'm doing this um, this little fun podcast. And James was like, oh, really? I'd love to listen to it. And then next time I meet James. Um, he's like, oh my gosh, this show, I love listening to what happens to this. And then he's, I'm like, I'm just so enamored that you enjoyed watching our show. It's like, you know, when you find out that you have fans kind of a thing and you're like, wow, I just thought we were a whole bunch of dorks having fun. And there's actually people who enjoy listening to us kind of a thing. Oh no, you're still dorks, uh, but you're my kind of dorks. No, uh, like I said earlier, the cool, the cool. first like ten minutes of listening to Kirsch try to get through a cat door uh, was a very big struggle for me. But <laughs> I can tell if I like an like a show because I'll get to the end and then my whole thing is like, okay, well, what happens next? And then seven episodes later, I have to wait weekly like a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and now that it's over, it's yeah, it's like finishing a show on Netflix. When you when you finish, it, you're like, "What do I do with my life now?" <laughs> but now you get to be a part of the ending yeah. of this show. That I think that's just got to be like so much fun to be yeah, like, "Oh, it, this is a cool show. I get to be on it." Yeah, it made me so excited. And then when Anne said that uh, that dirt cat was missing part of an ear uh, mm-hmm. and she made me a raven, I was like, I know what I'm doing first. <laughs> I'm making this a reality. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you didn't waste any time. You went right for it. It was like the first thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, Dirt Cat got beat up. I mean, yeah. he was beat up before with the um with the guy with the broom. And then he gets, mm-hmm. you know, an ear missing. He gets his leg chomped on. He gets a raven claw in the back. I'm like, this poor cat has had the living crap beat out of him. And I'm like, he. And then he has the saddest backstory yeah. about the whole um, why he's involved. Oh my god! In- Her name was Jasmine, right? Uh-huh. Jade. 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 Okay. Yeah. When I when I heard that, I was sitting at work trying not to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, you, he had to be a little tragic. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of bad because going into this, I had a feeling that I would somehow accidentally injure him. Mm. Oh, injure Dirt Cat. Yeah. I just I just had the feeling going in because he had the leg injury. And I was like, somehow I'm going to try and do something. I'm going to make a mistake and I'm going to hurt him. Lo and behold. Lo and behold. When you asked for Timmy and you're like, is he playing without me? I, (laughs) I had, I had to mute myself because my heart hurt so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. And when I was like, Oh no, I know what's going on. It's the, the moment of realization when that hit me in this moment. I was like, oh, no. I Because I just felt terrible because it was my idea as um, Jitters to go to the house with the dogs. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm responsible for him losing his friend. <laughs> I'm in a terrible end, person. In the end, he gained a new friend. In the end, he became a friend of Dirt Cat. And Dirt Cat, you know, he doesn't have a lot of friends. And it's actually somebody he can identify with. Mm. Yeah, None of the other cats really, you know, have an idea about what he was really going through. And now he has a friend who kind of understands maybe where he's coming from. Yeah, I mean... Between, you know, the three brain cells that he rubs together. Yes. <laughs> to, to get in a, a, a charge. And what are Buddy's three brain cells called? Uh, I'm sure one of them is probably Ball. Ball, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. probably like Ball Friend Squirrel. Okay. Squirrel. Squirrel. I was um, waiting to do that the entire time and I didn't. No. Yep, that's that. That's what happened to me when I ran ten candles for Anne. Uh, at one point, I was gonna go roll your paw for me, but I, <laughs> but I was so into like murdering the whole group, I couldn't focus on it. I have to admit, I really do like the dynamics of um, ten candles. You know, the whole fact that you know you're going to die, but yet you're mm-hmm. you're playing as your character and you're struggling so hard to survive and i think uh, the the dynamics of that game i think is just really fun for role play yeah i'm glad i'm glad you guys enjoy it uh at least how i run it or or at least being a part of it it has been a lot of fun just having you guys on and practicing it um and i i want to say one thing before your your fans blow up my twitter uh (laughs) i i am talking about the eastern gray squirrel not the alpine marmot that can be up to seven pounds. So just want clarification. I mean, so if Whoa. if you want to listen to a whole bunch of science on it, 
essentially what happens is terminal <laughs> velocity is when something falls at its own speed unassisted by anything. So if you are holding on to a raven who is diving, you will actually go higher than your terminal velocity. And then it comes into the question, can you can you slow down enough in the free the second or two of free fall you have to go back under terminal velocity? So you know, Thank hit that point you. again. Someone well, gets me. Technically, well, you can do it. There's a lot of math involved, but uh, yeah. But I'm saying, um, technically, um, you actually were contradicting yourself, um, James, because um, you were saying that you were dive oh bombing, gosh. but you also barrel rolled. So um, uh, you okay, see, it's an areola it's, roll. Um, an areola roll. Actually, areola. <laughs> just, just, oh. cut, just. Cut wow, it was, it was an areola roll. <laughs> oh no, it's there forever. No, no. So you're saying oh, that there's God. actually I believe not, in there's minimal room for air. There's room for air on this so there's a I was chance doing a, a small spin, chance. not a, a <laughs> loop okay i mean trying to sound smart and end up looking <laughs> dumb <laughs> well not as dumb as i felt when i accidentally um as snuffles rubbed up against jitters when i oh, met yes. that to be like this oh, yeah. moment so with Kirsch. I was like, "Dang it!" I love you too, buddy. No, oh no, that wasn't for you. <laughs> okay, I gotta know, Dustin. What was rolling through your mind as <laughs> this weird scene? I thought he out. honestly. I thought it was just supposed to be the sentimental moment of us being such close buddies that we're just like, dude, we've made it. You know, we've we're finally. We're finally a part of the cat council, you know, we're like, we're like, we've got it made now. And it's like, dude, we did it. Kind of like one of those kind of like friendly nuzzles. So I was just going with it. <laughs> I also misunderstood it as I, that. I, so I went not. back and listened yeah. to it because I was so embarrassed. So I do mention jitters. And then in my brain, I changed lanes <laughs> and, you know, I, I forget what I said, but like he, he walks over to the, the pet bed. And in my brain, I had changed lanes to Kirsch. But the last person I had talked about was Jitters. Mm. So I didn't mm -hmm. call out that I had did it to Jitters. But the last person I talked about was Jitters. And I realized, listening back to it, I should have signaled before I changed lanes. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of turned and went, good luck, everyone. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Those I moments, though are sometimes the best those, <laughs> those little mistakes those little whoops are such funny moments and just to kind of have fun and play them off and kind of be like i love you too buddy kind of a thing <laughs> those moments uh, those are what role play are all about mm -hmm. to retcon that i'm just gonna say that snuffles was so tired <laughs> that he meant to do it to Kirsch and yeah. accidentally did it to Snuffles. No, no, and you get to take back. Ship. If I don't get to take back Areola roll, then you don't get to take this back. <laughs> you are breaking uh, apart my ship, and no, and no. Oh gosh, I so do have a question though. To yes. Not... Oh, for me? Yes. Can you explain okay. to me what happened? This was this was uh, behind the scenes, so it's not actually in the recording. But oh. 
what happened at Squirrel High School? <laughs> yes. I need, okay. I, this is so sitting in this my is mind. When we accidentally cut. So um, we were debating during the cut about, well, what about the terminal velocity and all of that about the squirrel, whether or not he would have been able to land. Um, this has been going and on I was while. thinking that if he, yeah. w- okay, so at one point, um, Jumper was a relatively, you know, chubby squirrel and he was bullied for it when he was in squirrel high school. Um, so... Um, while he was there, he decided to get into shape. And that's when he actually started to become the expert jumper that he is now because he can now, he, he challenged himself to make sure that he was in the perfect shape to be able to be, you know, the neighborhood's greatest jumper kind of a thing. And, um, however, the thing is though, you know, when you used to be really big and you lose some weight, um, you still have, you know, like a little extra fur. So I was saying that he now, when he was spread out like that, he now has like that, that extra fur to kind of slow down his terminal velocity. So (laughs) if he ever made a a, a very dangerous jump, he would have the way to slow himself down. So he kind of makeshift himself into a flying squirrel. And again, after this lengthy explanation, my only thought is, and what is squirrel high school? Squirrel high school. Well, that's when you learn all about nutology. Oh God! You learn that. <laughs> you want to rethink learn... that word? <laughs> no, no, no that's going to. That is just exactly just right yeah. the nutology word that I wanted. Okay. You learn about how who runs the world? Squirrels. Uh, yes, Squirrel. the queen. The mm. queen. <laughs> um, and you just learn all about squirreldom. Yeah, how to send messages and. Exactly. And that you always follow the queen's orders, you know, mm-hmm. how that you're always listening to the queen squirrel and making sure that you can transport those messages. Because that is what squirrel society runs on is the secrets that they know. Uh, Dustin, one, uh, one comment, one question. My comment is, uh, I will die on this hill because I refuse <laughs> to let you get away with that. Fair. And then, and then question is jumper Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I was going when I decided to make jumper, I was going for like a Duke kaboom Who's kind of Keanu a role <laughs> played by Keanu Reeves. So yeah, it was kind of a, you know, Going off and looking for Canada's greatest jump. Duke boom. Super po and that's why I wanted to when he was jumping through the air to hit the crow, I wanted this kind of super super squirrel pose kind of moment. For for the council. <laughs> I was just kind waiting of for moment. like an excellent and then an air guitar. Um I thought just... that would have been a little too over the head kind of a thing, but okay. honestly, okay, I should have. That would have been too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're drawing the line. Got it. Exactly. Yep. Being clear. Yeah, we have we well, have and also we same. would have had a little bit of problem maybe with copyright. You know, uh-huh. I didn't want to push that. I did not want to have to have Anne go through copyright strikes on YouTube, you know, because they're serious uh, about their copyright strikes. YouTube they are, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a, a, 
a squirrel sub game bubbling under the surface. Well, I was I was going to say, um, you know, I've been wondering about Squirrel High School, and I'm also wondering when I'm going to be able to buy the game. <gasps> For Squirrel oh High School? <laughs> that already just sounds like the title of another RPG. I mean, you should make it and then uh, make millions of dollars. <laughs> There's a, Well, there are a couple games out there that are really fun that are squirrel-based. Um, one of them, I think, is called Nuts. And the whole thing is, is that um, everyone has, it's a card game and different, the cards are like different kinds of nuts that are worth different points. And you're trying to steal other squirrels' nuts throughout the entire game. Because I didn't expect the nut jokes to be happening here. Like I was really (laughs) (laughs) thinking the nut jokes were going to be happening in the epilogue. I tried to throw a few in there for you. I think I think the problem is we didn't have any actual nuts yeah. to start mm. the nut joke. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But I, mean, I do it, want it noted. I did write down Squirrel High School. Nice, cool. Yeah, I mean, we at least we got a ball joke in. <gasps> squirrel with nuts. It, yes. Instead of kids on bikes, you can make a version that's like squirrel with nuts. Squirrels with nuts. Squirrels with nuts. Ooh, <laughs> see that that reminds me of this uh, TTRPG called Mouse Guard. Mm, yeah, um, I love Mouse Guard. Yeah. Yeah, I want to run it for someone. Basically, it's like uh, it says as the world of Mouse Guard uh, comprises of raccoons in large to march monstrous proportions, uh, super cute fresh mice recruits to the guard are named Tenderpaws, <laughs> um, and you have to Aww. like you have to do the betterment of mouse kind, and I just think that's adorable. Yeah. that would be fun. I really enjoy the uh, the comic too. Yeah, they they almost made a movie for it, but it it didn't get funding. Mm. Mm. You're missing out on a gold mine, Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. Funny enough, a- Adam auditioned for a role on the Mouse Guard. Oh, really? Yeah, our buddy Adam. That's awesome. I did not know that. Super cool, and that would have to be animated. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that, uh, that yeah. would be also funny if they did do a live action just a live, <laughs> quote unquote we just put live. little like mice in costumes <laughs> well it'd be kind of like how Lion King was live action mm. Uh, mm. don't like, remind me mm. air quotes and, yeah. Mul- yeah. and Mulan uh, mm. I haven't seen Mulan yet I, I am uh, boycotting it mm-hmm. um, because have they do actually- not have Mushu and they do not have my favorite song uh, Make a Man Out of You mm-hmm. or, or is it Let's Get Well they don't have business. any songs what is, yes yeah. I know that but the important songs yeah <laughs> I mean I I get that they tried to make uh, you know more of like a, a traditional kung fu movie out of it, which is something I really enjoy. Oh, so I haven't yeah. I haven't had an opportunity to see it. So I, I have hopes. I'm hoping in my brain that I can separate the two things and see them as two separate but connected pieces of art. Um, but yes, Lion well, King was wholly disappointing because I've y'all yeah. know that Lion King is extraordinarily close to my heart. So. Mm. That one was tough. That yeah. one was harder for me to separate. That that's how Mulan and Hercules is for me. Uh, those are the two that like I know the songs by heart, uh, and I sing them anytime I drive to Disneyland. <laughs> okay, um, guys. Oh, I have a um, a movie pitch for Hercules for you guys 
And okay. I want to hear your guys' opinion, especially now that James is like, oh my gosh, that's like one of my top 10 <laughs> Disney movies. Um, Are you going okay, to so, ruin it for James? <laughs> um, no. Um, it, would be, it would be changed a little I, bit. I hate it already. <laughs> what's going to happen is it focuses more, um, a little bit more on the muses. And it's more of like, Ooh. it's to, to where you can keep the songs in there and still have it be very realistic. Mm. Um, to where it kind of fits the setting, but it's more of them putting on the show of Hercules' story. Mm. So that means you still can have all of the songs, all of the music, kind of like, you know, how Cabaret, all of the, not Cabaret, Chicago, Mm. all of the songs that happened were either in her head or on stage. So it made it to where it was, all of the songs were properly placed and you weren't like, why is everyone singing? (laughs) Kind of a thing. But if you make it to where it's more focused on the muses telling the story of Hercules, then you can have all of these musical moments. You can have all of these moments to where you sh- kind of like it shows a little bit of like the stage performance of Hercules kind of a thing. Well, and here's my I question. Would, my, how, how meta would you go with it? I, that's where the fun part comes in. I mean, to mm-hmm. where it could be very meta. It could be, you know, very fourth wall breaking kind of a thing. Because if it's because it sounds like you're making it more like the muses are telling the story of Hercules. Right. But you can. Yeah. So that like they like it gets the more realistic um, like story going on, like without as much like theatrical. But then they're taking the liberties with it instead of the actual world being it? Am I, well, am I getting that right? While they're telling the story, you kind of go in and out of where the muses are, the reality mm-hmm. of that the muses are telling the story of Hercules and them being able to use their magic because they are magical beings mm-hmm. to be able to... And if you were trying to think of like the best storyteller in the world and then give them the magical power to be able to help you visualize the story that they're telling, mm-hmm. that's what the muses are. They're, they're the ones who are the protectors of these stories. They are the ones who it is their job to inspire greatness, to, tell the, to keep the um, story of these great people alive. So they're the ones who are passing down the story of Hercules. And that's kind of how the movie even starts off. You yeah, know, it, does. it starts yeah, on the, plot, the right? great yeah. legend of Hercules. Oh my God, the you literal are so Greek boring. Chorus. Exactly. Yes. So, I do like, I like the idea of being able to like use them as like almost like an unreliable narrator. Yeah. And be able to like mm-hmm. have, cause there's multiple muses. Okay. And I think, in the actual Hercules movie, like the banter they had between each other, I always found very mm-hmm. in- entertaining. Mm-hmm. And seeing that, like them doing like the same scene like two or three times because they disagree on the storytelling, could be amusing. <laughs> like you know they you know he goes in and does this you know big musical number and it's like no 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 that's not what happened and like rewinds it. <laughs> I that that would be I'm gonna be honest. I don't hate that idea. Oh, cool. I mean, really... why does Hades have to be a bad guy? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. The funniest I... thing is Hades is like the only guy who actually 
does what he's supposed to. Yeah. I mean, except mm-hmm. for stealing Persephone and keeping her down there, and you know, even like, that's, that's depend- dependent on the interpretation, though. I can go on are, about that. Are we are we really going deep into? I'm the not mythology? going to, but I can. To the, the is what I'm uh, saying. Welcome back to the mythology podcast on the Ink Studio Barn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm not saying I would it? like to do that, but maybe. Mm. I mean, I we're, I'm we're very pretty... interested in mythology, so. Well, yeah, Hercules Did we just stumble um, on a new idea? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't no. worry, you can cut out all of this and. Remember this was the final episode and we're supposed to like <laughs> talk about how good things work. But that's kind of how a post conversation game works. You, you talk about the game a little bit and then you talk about what's up with you and then other topics come up. And for me, that's one of the things I love about playing games with my friends is that it is another opportunity to to talk and find out interesting things and find out that a friend of mine has this awesome idea for Hercules rolling around in their head. And <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the beauty of some of the the community building of, you know, tabletop games and role-playing games. Yeah. It really does give you that opportunity to kind of like, Hey, I've got this idea. Let's just kind of stick it into this role-playing game and just see where it goes. Mm. Um, all the Hollywood producers listening to the show, uh, we are ready to film. We just need, you know, like mm. uh, $50 million for a starter. <laughs> I have to admit, I was terrified when we started the podcast because it was right after Cats came out. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I right. just was hoping to not form that association. I think we've gone long <laughs> enough that we've we've outlived that disaster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no. The good what thing was that? Is too is that we just started this too around that time. By mm-hmm. the time, hopefully, by the time more and more people have listened to this, people are going to be like, "Wait, they made a cats remake? They made a cats movie? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Yeah, kind of it's just burned out of existence, like exactly. the Sinbad movie. <laughs> that was such oh, a good movie, please. though. The cartoon. The cartoon oh, okay. was awesome. Can we With talk Brad- about how great the villain is in that? Uh, I, I, I was... T- or, Sorry. No, 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 you're good. Um, there's... I, I saw where you were going, James. I knew yes, where you were. I knew where you were. Thank Are you, you talking about the one with Sinbad? No, oh, yes. Gosh, that's hilarious. Yes. Uh, that's hilarious. Okay. Okay. The, okay, okay. the movie that they say didn't come out, but I have vivid memory of Sinbad playing a wizard. No, a a, uh, a genie. Mm-hmm. Um, that inst- it, uh, But for some reason, our reality got Kazam uh, or Shazam or whatever. Uh, that has yeah. yeah that has Shaquille O'Neal in it even though I distinctly remember seeing Sinbad in a movie like that mm-hmm. uh, but it's called the Mandela effect mm-hmm. and welcome back to the conspiracy theory podcast <laughs> on the Inkmore studio <laughs> well and also what I mean because there was a while where Shaq was just making all of those movies you know he made steel um and now he owns Papa John's. Oh, yeah. owns Papa John's. I'd rather have you him mean Papa then. John's with the shack style, the shackaroni pizza, the yeah. pepperoni pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the shackaroni pizza. Yeah, it's just Wait, an extra that... large pizza. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, you know what? If you've got the branding, use it. I'm, about to, I'm about to order a shackaroni pizza myself. <laughs> <laughs> unofficially sponsored by uh, yeah. uh, Shaq if you're listening yeah. to this 
Papa John's, call me. Yeah. <laughs> After we're, we just bashed two of the movies that he was in. <laughs> well, I, uh, Shaq, you made a horrible video game, but I enjoy your movies. <laughs> so I shouldn't at Shaq this when I post it? No, you could, at, you could at Shaq this. His DJ skills are good. And I mean, if he could make a free throw, I would enjoy him more in basketball. But he's retired, so... I'm pretty uh, sure I can outrun Shaq. Pulling no, out no, no, no. I mean, Look, like Shaq, Shaq, Shaq does great. Uh, like I'm pretty sure, like his shoe is about the only thing I could actually afford rent-wise. <laughs> I I would also like to say that the the choices and opinions of James Shoe do not represent Inkborn <laughs> Studios in general. Uh, they are naive opinions, and please do not get upset. That's why it's the ink blot. Everyone sees it differently. Yeah. <laughs> I preface it with that. That preface is intentional and on purpose. She said the name. Roll the credits. <laughs> but, but it's true. Have, yeah, being able to talk about um, just different random things that come to mind after doing a role play session just gets the creative flu- uh, uh, juices going and makes you just want to be like, okay, so 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 when's the, when's the next game that we can play? You know? I, I mean, mean, tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> we'll end right. up playing tomorrow night. I mean, it wasn't until the pandemic hit that I'm all of a sudden la- going like, wow, I'm playing like five games a week now. <laughs> and it's I'm true. loving it. I love the fact that, you know, there is that silver lining to this um, to this pandemic is the fact that, yeah, true, it's kept us from seeing each other physically. But the fact that we've been able I've spent more time with you guys in the last um, six months than I have the, th- the whole previous year mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And I've played more um, I've played more game, uh, more um, role playing games this past six months than I have probably almost my entire life and i love the fact that we can now do that i mean it's now something that it's like so hey why don't we just hop online and play a game together and i I, i'm i'm glad about that because i've made a lot of now uh, people that i've had as friends now really close friends Mm -hmm. because we've been able to play with each other so much and honestly, I've never met um, James in person. I've seen him on camera. Really? Yeah, I've seen him. I've talked to him over a live stream. I'm not a live stream, but on a video chat. But I've actually never met James in person. I met him through different games that we have mm-hmm. played that I, that we've been playing online through different friends. Yeah. So let, let me let me let me just put on the tinfoil hat here. Cool. Um, cool. So you never get mine him in person. So do we know James is a person? Or is he a cat with a voice modulator? <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've... <laughs> He's been a cat Our this Raven. whole time. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, well, I'll Ben, just take that uh, as even a bigger compliment. Can, then, if there's can a cat. you uh, text me your address? I just need to talk to you real fast. <laughs> can we have, quick, quick sidebar, Ben. Quick sidebar. <laughs> 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 
but yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I just, no, uh, oh, go, go for it, Dustin. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, I just love how much we have now been able to play role playing games and how much easier it is to do stuff like this now. And a part of me is almost like, would I be playing this much if I actually had to drive out somewhere, mm-hmm. meet up with people? To where here I can just be in my jammies and play and have my own snacks and drinks and I don't have to worry about driving home drunk because um, be like okay hey guys I drank a little too much during that last game I need to sober up a bit kind of a thing before I head out and I can be like I'm home already so who cares <laughs> I'll crawl to my bed I'm oh, good y'all that's why I used to host games at my house mm-hmm. we used to play some changeling games we used to call them six bottle games oh, there were only four of us playing like wow. oh my yeah. god oh. Yeah. Good times. It was good times. Good times. <laughs> and then it just, um, you don't really remember where it ended. You just wake up and it looks like Jonestown the morning after kind of thing. <laughs> Everyone's just lying around on the ground. <laughs> it was weird because our game master, uh, Mark, if you're listening, I love you. Um, he remembers everything. He's one of those game masters who remembers something you said six weeks ago. Oh, and he will bring it right back around and it will bite you in the ass oh wow and you're like wait did i say that oh yes you did and you think back to it and you're like oh yeah that did happen shouldn't have said that out loud it's one of those guys that you can't say anything out loud if you're you know just making a comment to yourself or trying to be funny or whatever it's like oh no you said that out loud that's a thing <laughs> it's canon now you gotta watch it and you know yeah, yeah. You, did, you did that too though I mean, you pulled that Francis when Francis did. Um, oh, I'm going to take um, Lord Sassafras's place. And mm-hmm. you were like, oh, really? Well, I'm going to be writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And but yeah, that is that is an awesome trait for a DM to have, because I have a hard time remembering what we did, talked about five minutes ago let alone remembering yeah. what happened in a session that was four hours long, six weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I feel That's bad impre- calling that the coyote very Francis, but <laughs> it was the, it was the only name I saw. And I was like, well, we're doing this. Poor Francis. Hey, I mean, I just, you know, it's nice to officially be able to say the first, you know, recorded game I played with Inkborn, I killed Francis. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yep. a good precedent going forward. <sighs> yep. It was going to be that or Gladys, my Nana's name. And I was like, well, <laughs> I don't want That's my... That's my grandma's name, oh, was Gladys. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't want my Nana to die again. So oh, we get... Oh, two dark guys. I feel like I'm. I feel like you guys are pulling away from that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> too dark. We've done some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've. I done mean, heck, you've things. killed everyone in this. I mean, what is it? You've killed um, killed everyone in ten candles. That's yes. pretty dark. Mm. I mean, but it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you go into it knowing that you're gonna die. I'm curious. Because, I mean, Dustin's made the comment before that it starts out as kind of like a fun adventure-based game. And then, yeah, it kind of did take a turn. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm kind of curious about how people um, take that. Yeah, I definitely, I'm more into the psychological factor of messing Mm -hmm. with people. 
And as you start to fail more and more roles, the failures become more and more serious of how they affect Mm -hmm. you either psychologically, physically, or just in the gameplay in general. And as you hit the second half of 10 Candles, your storytelling ability is shortened drastically Mm -hmm. because those candles do not have much life left. So it's one of those of like, you're trying to hit your moments before I either take it from you or you lose Mm -hmm. it because the candle is gone. Mm -hmm. So 10 Candles has like, it's a GM and players, right? Yes. So it is a cooperative storytelling uh, Mm -hmm. campaign where basically in your final moments, you are searching for what little hope you can find uh, with the knowledge that you will inevitably die in one way or another. Mm Mm-hmm. And when and so and also while you're setting up the world, um, the GM will start lighting like like we're going to work on this part of the world. He'll light three candles. Now we're going to work on this part of the characters. He'll light three more candles. And then at the very end, when he would they finish everything up, then they'll light four, the last four. And as those candles go out that's when things change up. That's when, Mm. okay, I'm sorry. Now storytelling goes to the next person. Um, Or if you run out of... Yes. Correct. Um, Exactly. The the only thing that I can't do is when you guys, when you burn your cards, so basically these scraps of paper, if we were together, I would have a a fireproof like bucket and I would burn Mm. it in front of you. And when I burn it in front of you, I say, uh, take these little... or take this light for it's like uh, it's like uh in this moment uh light seems to be brighter and hope seems to be uh available to you but know that afterwards it will get darker it's something along those lines i need to reread it let me let me just ask this are you a fan of dark souls oh uh i've never uh i've never been able to finish it because i always Mm. rage uh (laughs) But I I am a huge fan of any kind of horror tabletop game or video game. Uh, video games are a little bit harder for me because I scare I I scare myself. Uh, like I played Slenderman when it first came out, and oh, no, thank you. And my 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 dad would come in and he's like, "What is wrong with you?" Because it's just me going like, ah, 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 "Run, run, run." Uh, have you ever played <laughs> another good one? If you like, have you played Dead Space? Oh, oh yes, that is a very good one. I uh, started that game, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not playing. No, when no, when the creatures come out of the bodies, uh, that's what freaks me out, and that's mm-hmm. what also like uh, I'm going to buy uh, Alien Isolation, the cinematic <laughs> version. <laughs> Uh, so I can run that as a tabletop game for you guys. But basically the cinematic version is you can play as a space Marine. Uh, You can be in a battle between a different starship and uh, they have aliens on board that when you dock them, the aliens come to your side and you have to fight against it. Uh, Go for it. Did you actually play the, the game, the video game alien isolation when it came out? I got to beta test it at Comic-Con. Wow. That's fun. Uh, Yeah, I work work San Diego Comic-Con. I have for the past 11 years. 
Um, and uh, when that game came out, they had a like a, a super long line to allow you to play the first 20 minutes and i got to do that but they they programmed it in a way to where you die from an alien at the end of the 20 minutes nice um so i only got to play a beginning but you basically sit in an like a, one of the eggs uh and play the game inside of an egg <laughs> oh, wow. I also feel like this might be the starting of a good Call of Cthulhu group. I'm just saying. <gasps> oh, Dustin wow. knows how bad I want to play that. I'm oh, yeah. super down. I, I've been wanting a friend who played it, who he well, really liked it. What's great, too, is, is that they have a ton of free modules on yeah. World 20. And yeah, I've been I've been wanting to like kind of go through them and read some of the stuff and see how they, um, the board is set up kind of a thing. Yeah, let and... me know. I will prep a game for you guys post haste. Uh, I am all about running psychological horrors. Well, there was happy to... so happy to join. There was one. Oh, which which one? Because I know I noticed it one when we had looked through the like the list of the Grant uh, Howitt. Yeah. Howitt. Yeah. The Grant Howitt games, but there was one of them that was like a horror based one. But everyone like controlled a different part of the horror. Oh. That sounded kind of fun. Where like no room all... in hell. I think was that what it was. Yeah, that I think so because it's a, it's there's no there's no like dedicated or is it dead GM. channel. There's a couple of them that are very cooperative. That but that I just really written. liked the idea of um, like every person. The idea of you know, you know, everyone is a player, but they're also you know, part of the GM, they control, you know, yeah, part of whatever horror is happening. Well, that's it. That's exactly what uh, 10 Candles is, is uh, cool. you have your moment, uh, which is storytelling narrative. And when you run into conflicts, which can be something as simple as opening a door to as complex as fighting one of them, uh, mm. you roll your d6s. And if I happen to roll more d6s than are more sixes than you roll, uh, I take over storytelling rights and it never goes well. But if you, <laughs> if you, yeah, if you succeed, uh, then it's, it's an auto success. You basically describe to me what you do to succeed and you move on from there. Hmm. And when we do play, um, a little bit of advice um don't be hesitant about using your cards you'll have a virtue you'll have a vice and a you'll have a hope and a brink and, and a brink um i think your brink goes on the bottom so yeah that is the last card use. it's basically but when you you're pushed to the very end you shuffle up the other cards don't be afraid to be like uh use your card and then you get to re-roll or you get to yes, think, so that you if, get, it's like a reroll card. Yeah, so I'll I'll yeah. do a quick description. Uh, if you burn a virtue or a vice, any uh, ones that you rolled on the die, you are able to reroll those in order to beat uh, me if I have taken storytelling rights. Uh, your hope card, you if you burn that, you are able to reroll it. Uh, the ones again, and you also get that extra die called your hope die. And a five and a six are considered a success on your hope die. The only time you will lose that hope die is if you roll a one on it. It was a really interesting experience because if you've played a lot of tabletop games, you're, you know, you're saving your humanity or you're saving your spell slots or, you know, you're, you're 
holding on and hoarding onto those things for whatever the big moment at the end is, hoping that you can save your ass. But you really can't do that. Yeah. You really got to play those things early on. And it was it was actually kind of a struggle for me at first to be able to do that because it was very counterintuitive to a lot of the ways you normally play with that it, kind of thing. Is it kind of almost like there's a momentum to it? Like Definitely. As, as you start, you know, bad things start happening, you got to break that momentum. Otherwise, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Uh, yes and no. It actually depends on how I want you to fail if you do or how I want to take the story. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes I will just kill you flat out uh, like I did in the first game. Or sometimes I will give you like a soft uh, mess up just to mess with your head. Uh, it really just comes down to how I'm feeling in the moment or how wine drunk I am. <laughs> so, you know, oh, it didn't kill you. It only ate your arm. Yeah, like it, it ripped the arm out of the socket. Now roll a conflict to see if you can stop the bleeding. Uh, things like one that. Of the, one of the great things that I think you did in the first game was that one of the characters died really, very fast, relatively quickly. But then since you had already kind of set it up as a thing kind of scenario, um, the th um, John Carpenter's The Thing, Mm -hmm. It's you were still able to now then bring that player back into the game. Aww. So the what is it called? The the game master has a lot of freedom to move characters in and out or to do certain things to certain characters to silently let one character know something. And it it does require something that James does very well is that he you is that you really do have to have that storytelling um, presence and that storytelling persona. And mm -hmm. it's something, yeah, it's not, I, I probably wouldn't recommend it for a new time GM. Mm -hmm. There are other ones, other games that have a little bit more structure to them, but this has a lot of free reign to very much um, be able to allow yourself to kind of just go to where you want to go. Yeah, right. and, and I, I mess with people by doing two different things. I find really good ambient music, and then behind that ambient music, I run 134 megahertz, which is uh, the megahertz that makes you feel uneasy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's used in horror movies a lot to give a sense of like confliction. And yeah. with those two things, when I tell my story, it like it just adds to everything and makes people more immersed. And that's what I'm going for is just full immersion in mm -hmm. into the story. And so if if someone wanted to get immersed in these stories and games that you're that you're recording, <laughs> where would they find the spot to be immersed in? <laughs> Uh, so for 10 candles, I do not record or post it. It's just mm -hmm. basically one of those, uh, that I'm, I just started running it. Mm -hmm. Um, I am open to start recording, editing and submitting. Uh, it's just finding a rhythm basically. Mm. I volunteer as tribute. I volunteer. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy to murder you guys. Um, cause it's one of those, like there's like 15 to 17 different modules, not including ones that I can create myself. Uh, if you would be interested or you think there would be an interest out there, I would be happy to start recording a podcast version. 
Hey, James, let's talk. Yeah, uh, (laughs) super into that, Anne. (laughs) That's how Uh, it actually after we played. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, yeah, right after we played, I actually went and bought the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is something that I have to admit. When I've played uh, um, certain um, role playing games, the first time I play, and I had, you know, you have a great time. You're like, oh my gosh, I've got to go out and buy it. And then you just buy all of this, all of these books. And yeah, it's, that's how I got most of the material, most of the thing, most of the role-playing material that I have is after playing it, I've got to go out and buy it now. Hey, shameless plug. The Nine Trials is available on our website as well as the HIO website. So, you know, anybody listening, if you guys want to run your, your own uh, Nine Trials game, shameless plug. So you're saying that if someone wanted to play this game, that they this could game, go to the yes. Inborn website or the IO page and be able to get a copy of the rules? They could. It's free to download, or you could pay $2 and help support us, giving you all this wonderful entertainment. What? Now, that doesn't sound reasonable, and You're saying it's <laughs> free to download? At the Inkborn Studios website? At the IO page, if you come to our Inkborn Studio website, there's also a character page you can download. Or if you wanted to become a Patreon member, you could get a link to the Discord with all of these awesome character sheets we got to use today, like the ravens and the what the, the squirrels dog. and the dog. So there's actually more out there. That's amazing. I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> and see. <laughs> we need to start writing our own commercials and plugging those in. Oh yeah, Kay's like, I'm so tired of all your crap, guys. So I love you all, crap. but also. <laughs> your tongue was going so far into your cheek, you have made a hole in it. <laughs> that explains where all this blood came from. Oh, mm, just ask Buddy. Um, but thanks, guys, for I hanging swear out with it's me. Not mine. Thank you. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah. And thank, Anne, thank, thank you so much. So much Pleasure to be putting, here. Putting all. Pleasure thank you so much you for putting all of this stuff together. It was a joy to do with you guys, and uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, I enjoyed watching or listening to the podcast. Uh, yeah, I watched it. I just stared at my phone for. <laughs> An hour and a half each day. No, uh, the thing goes squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was absolutely fantastic to listen to. Um, I recommend it to a lot of the people that I know that listen to the podcast, and I was so happy to be a part of it. So I can't thank you enough for that. Being a squirrel is fun. Tell your friends. Thanks for hanging out with us after the game. Follow Inkborn Studio on Twitter and Instagram for studio updates, including the upcoming Grant Howitt Marathon. Seven games in seven days, culminating in an interview with the man himself, Grant Howitt, writer of popular tabletop games including Honey Heist and Crash Pandas. It's a week-long gaming marathon, playing our Grant Howitt favorites and trying out Grant Howitt originals we've always wanted to undertake. Until next time, friends, remember... Your story is worth telling.